Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. I'm Nicole and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Adam and Becca. Hi. Hello. I was mouthing How your are... words. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a big distract- distraction. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty <sighs> good. Can't uh, can complain a little, but pretty good. <laughs> a little. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, while we're on while we're on the topic, why don't we do a little quick catch up before we get into today's topic? Sure. Sure. So what's well, what are we talking about today? Oh, yeah, I should talk about that, right? Okay. <laughs> today, we're going to be discussing plants and how they coincide with... Or no, we're not. We're going to be talking about depression and how our plants kind of help us and maybe how it's hard for us to take care of our plants when we're feeling a little down. Mm-hmm. So what that's what do. today's topic is. Relatable yeah, content. Yeah, yeah, it's very relatable for all of us, I feel. So before we get into that, let's talk about our weeks. Becca, how was your week? Mm, not good. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad week. <laughs> um, I've, I've talked about it on my Instagram stories a bit, but yeah, just hasn't been a great week medically, which is out of the ordinary for me. I'm typically, I've, I never really have had any health things besides getting sick every couple years, you know, so it's kind of strange that this would happen and I'm feeling a little disoriented, but pretty much what happened is I am finding out that I'm probably anemic. So um, if not anemic all the time, definitely anemic during my menstruation. So I just got a blood test today to confirm whether or not I actually am, but it would be low iron anemia. So... Yeah, it was just like a really rough week of feeling dizzy, nauseous, lightheaded the entire week. So yeah, it's been a week now. So it's been pretty unfortunate. And I ended up going into urgent care and that's how, you know, I talked to the doctor about what I was feeling and um, then I did a blood test today. So yeah, it's, I don't, I don't really know what else to say about it. It's been pretty crappy, but um it's probably because I cut out meat from my diet and I haven't been doing a very good job of replacing the iron and mm-hmm. like other nutrients that like meat can give you in your diet. So it's just like one of those things that that's a part of going plant-based that I feel like I didn't pay attention to, like replacing the nutrients. So I just definitely don't eat enough greens and beans and all that kind of stuff that would replace. So... Yeah. So have you cut out meat completely from your diet or are you just cutting back? Um, I eat meat probably like once every other week or so. Like it's not like I completely cut it out, 
but I completely cut out red meat and then mm-hmm. like sometimes I'll eat chicken and fish basically like okay. once a week maybe every other week if it makes sense so, like if we go out to eat and there's like nothing that sounds good that doesn't have meat I'll probably get something with like fish mm-hmm. and yeah so usually I've been going to fish before I go to like chicken or something so maybe more like pescatarian but mm-hmm. in any case it's like it's been a drastic change because I probably ate meat like four times a week minimum yeah um, cause I just really didn't know how to cook without it. Like, I don't know. I, I grew up eating meat. Like actually I grew up paleo. So I, there was a lot of meat and like veggies and stuff, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. So it, it's been a big change for my body and I've never done something like this before. I've always had like a pretty regular normal diet, I guess. So this is my first time ever messing with my food and I kind of regret it, but it's okay. It'll all oh, regulate no. out. Yeah. Is, this, yeah. is this a common I mean I know we spent like 15 minutes before we started recording talking about periods but is this like <laughs> is this a common thing for people is it for for everyone or is it just when people cut out meat like I guess I had never mm. heard that like you can have I mean I've heard of anemia but I never realized how detrimental it could be during your like monthly cycle if you were anemic and how mm-hmm. terrible you felt you know yeah it's pretty common if you have like a heavy menstruation so iron deficient anemia i think happens most often in people who menstruate and especially if it like runs in your family on like the female side so like my grandma was anemic or is anemic i keep saying was she's still with us so i just don't know (laughs) if it applies to her anymore because i don't think she has a period anymore but right yeah so like it runs in my family which means that i'm more likely to have it so like if you menstruate, you should check with your family. Like if you ever feel extra tired or lightheaded and nauseous around your period, maybe look into it because I think it is pretty common actually. Um, if you menstruate, yeah, especially- I actually, I think like maybe a couple years ago, I get blood taken like every few years mm-hmm. and. Um, we don't have like a family doctor because we don't have health insurance because we are self-employed and health insurance is absolutely ridiculous Mm -hmm. in the United States. So we're working on that. But in past years, I would just get like blood drawn and just run a bunch of tests every, you know, year or two just to make sure like there's nothing going on. Mm -hmm. And the last time I did, I was like borderline anemic and I do have a health, like a heavy flow like every month and I do feel dizzy nauseous so I'm thinking that I'm probably in the same boat as you but I still eat meat quite frequently I think that's what held it at bay for so long for me because I was mm -hmm. getting like all like the nutrients and everything that I needed um Mm -hmm. and then I suddenly wasn't and like this is the first time that that's happened to me yeah (sighs) So, yeah, I don't know. If you ever wanted to cut out meat, Nicole, just be careful. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely will. Well, it's got me thinking because, you know, our 15-year-old, she is a vegetarian and she doesn't eat any meat at all. And um, she recently, like, started getting her periods about a year ago or so. And she experiences pretty bad cramping. So I'm Mm -hmm. wondering if it has anything to do with it or if she might need to. She's got a doctor's appointment soon, so we'll probably look into all that. Yeah. But I hope you start feeling better. Yeah, thanks. 
Me too. Me too. It's it's been really annoying, but it's okay. I mean, it's better to know. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah. Adam, also our sick boy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, how are you feeling, Adam? It's a, it's a crappy week, man. Yeah, usually our record day is on Thursday, but this week we pushed it back because Adam called in sick yesterday. <laughs> yes, he did. I felt uh, so bad. Yeah, I got the second dose of the vaccine uh, Wednesday morning. And all day Wednesday I was fine. Get up to go to bed on Thursday or Wednesday night. And as soon as I got into bed, I was, like, uncontrollably shaking. Like, I was, like, from, like, you know when you get the chills when you're cold and your body yes. just, like, uncontrollably shakes? And it was just doing that all, like, for, like, 30 minutes while I was in bed. And then I fell asleep and then continually woke up through the night just, like, burning up. And, like, my sheets were wet because of sweat. It was gross. And, look, mm. I'm not a cuddler at night because I'm a stomach sleeper. So, like... <laughs> And I just don't like being hot when I sleep. It's probably my number one yeah. pet peeve. It's like, I can't, I would rather be freezing cold and have tons of blankets than be hot in bed. And I moved to Arizona. So I like have to suffer <laughs> being hot in bed now. And Steve is very warm as a person. So the only time I'm ever near him is in the winter because I'm like, oh, he's warm. <laughs> but other yeah. than that, like, don't touch me. The only me. time I'm ever near him. <laughs> but, <laughs> Poor Steve. <laughs> but... Uh, when I was sick and like had this high temps, he was like very cold. He was like a cold like washcloth. So like I was like pressing up against every part I could while I was, and then he was trying to get away from me because my body was so hot. Like he was just Uh. like, oh my gosh. But yeah, so that was yesterday. Uh, I dealt with that all day. I slept basically all day long and today I feel fine. So I had it for a day and I was kind of prepared to have it. Uh, and I, like I've said multiple times, I would do it again for this vaccine. Uh, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't joyful. It wasn't a joyful experience. But we're, we're well, back to Well, we just to know that we just know that that dose is uh, it's doing its thing, man. It's working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's prepping my body. I just that's what I kept thinking about was it's like soldiers that are training. So like basic training just happened inside me. Yep, that and your immune hot. system is <laughs> that's your hot. immune system is uh, pretty strong. They're, it's fighting it off. Oh my gosh, I should have been singing Mulan in my head the whole time. What oh was that, what's that song in Mulan where they're like, "Let's get down to, to business. business." Yes. To defeat the Huns. Wait, how <laughs> yeah. we were all singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wanted to hear please. you sing it. <laughs> okay, no, but, but yeah. the. The, the guy that Mulan, like, falls in love with, though, like, Loki, sexual awakening? Like, oh, my God, he's so hot. Please. Oh. Wait, we're talking about a cartoon here, right? Yes, that's It doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter where you find <laughs> yes, your right. awakening, Nicole. I feel like I every... used to have a crush on Robin Hood, and he's a fox. So. Yeah, like, I feel like most kids find their sexual awakening through, like, an animated Disney movie. Like... Tarzan was my first, first, first. I was like, ooh, what's under that loincloth? Like, <laughs> what's he Just doing? Just a little pixie. <laughs> what's he doing in Show there? Show me what you're working with. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Gosh, now okay. I'm trying to think of mine. Pete's dragon. I have to... <laughs> Pete's dragon? Did you say dragon? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nicole. Wait, let me think about my week. Hold on. 
what happened this week? Um, okay, so my week was kind of meh, a little meh. So we got this house and we are planning on remodeling the kitchen. I don't can't remember if I talked about this in a prior prior episode, but the kitchen's kind of going to be a gut job. So we were going to go with IKEA and we went to IKEA on Monday and talked about like the process turns out you guys if you're planning on remodeling your kitchen which i don't think you guys are but if anybody is that's listening ikea is insane when it comes to like waiting on products to come in because of covid they said that people have been piecing their kitchens together for like a year because ikea is a first come first serve so they can't like order them kitchen cabinets or anybody kitchen cabinets we're like okay we can't be without a kitchen for a year that's ridiculous you know but they said that they're gonna be i guess getting better late summer but i don't know so we just don't know what we're gonna do i mean definitely not the end of the world we're just gonna live with the kitchen we have now but we kind of wanted to get it done before we all moved in because Jay, I, and the kid, Jamie and the kids are not going to be moving in until like the end of June. So it would be like, oh, let's get all this stuff done before we move in there. And I don't think that's going to happen. So just doing some house stuff. I feel like that's what my updates are going to be like for the next few weeks. It's going to be house stuff, packing and moving because that's what my life is right now. Like literally every single day, it's something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to get just moved and settled, you know? It's been a process. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it kind of takes over everything for the moments that you're in it. And you've been in it for a couple months now. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, it is, and it's hard, like, with the living situation now. Like, I mean, obviously, it could be worse. It's like, we're making it work. It's fine. But just... Like, finding a quiet space in my house to record and film has been a little challenging. So, it's, like, I'm excited to get my own space and, like, set up a recording space and just have it all done, you know? It's yeah. mentally mentally draining. But, yeah, that's about it this past week. It's been kind of quiet. I get my second dose next week. The same day as Becca. That's right. We talked about this last week. Yes. So excited. So we might have two people calling in sick on the podcast next week then, huh? <laughs> I know. Yeah, we Actually, might. I th- yeah. I thought about that. I was like, ooh, we might have to we might have to do a Friday or a Saturday recording. <laughs> yeah. We will see. Fingers crossed. Okay, selfishly, I'm like, please, Becca, don't get sick. You've been sick for so long. Yeah. <laughs> and you might not. It's just so random. Steve had felt nothing. Like he was completely yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. The same thing with my mom and Ted. Like I thought for sure my mom would feel out of it, but she took like a two hour nap and she felt totally fine. Like her arm wasn't even that sore. Wow. So that was the second one Pfizer. Yeah. You got Moderna, right, Adam? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I'm on the Pfizer gang. Okay, did you know that there's people out there? This is absolutely ridiculous. I just want to say that first off. But there's people out there who are saying, like, Pfizer is, like, the designer. Uh, yeah, what like is the, that about? The designer vaccine. Like, okay, I talked to my grandpa about it. He's like, oh, which one did you get? I was like, oh, I got Pfizer. He's like, oh, so you got, like, you got <laughs> Pfizer. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know that was a yeah, thing. Yeah, I think you did tell us this. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's all the same shit. Yeah. I know. I mean, 
to be honest, I kind of wanted Pfizer because it was <laughs> the first one out. They didn't take government money to create it, you know. Okay, well, I don't know all the facts, so please don't come at me. But from what I know is, like, there was that plan to, like, give all these pharmaceutical companies money to, like, get a vaccine going, and Pfizer just mm-hmm. used their own expenses. I don't know about Moderna. I don't know for sure. I'm not sure. sure. But, mm-hmm. but then I was like, what am I had to check myself. I was like, get over. Like, I'm going to take whatever's <laughs> available, and I would still even take the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Like, so would I. Right yeah. now. So would I. Like, I... Yeah. I was like, okay, I don't care what vaccine I get. Because when they opened it up in Arizona, you could like sort by type. And I was like looking up only Pfizer. I was like, come on, Adam, get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm having some hardcore deja vu because I swear we talked about this in last week's episode. Did we? Uh, I, I could hope be wrong. Not. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just having deja <laughs> vu and I'm like, I don't know. Maybe but, we did. I don't know. But um, what was I going to say? The, with the whole Johnson & Johnson thing, like... It's I've I've been like seeing a bunch of stuff that's like your risks taking birth control are like 80 times higher than yeah. the Johnson and Johnson. Like so it it's like of course it's something to be considerate of and like look into, but also mm-hmm. there's like millions of people who menstruate on birth control and <laughs> right. you don't you don't hear like even half of this. Like I know this woman who was on birth control for a while and like literally had to have her gallbladder removed because of her birth control but the, which is why i'm like i'm not even gonna mess with it i know for most yeah. people it's fine but like i just i don't want to mess with yeah, it. it oh it definitely has its side effects for yeah. sure and your girl doesn't have a gallbladder so who knows maybe that's why i had gallstones we don't know wait no way but. that's how this girl started <gasps> i'm gonna send you this video she got gallstones well i had well, I had gallstones when I wasn't on birth control, but okay, I've okay. I've been on every type of birth control my entire right. life. So who knows like what the side effects of that did to my body over the years, you know? Okay. But um but yeah, I mean for sure, like with the J and J shot, like even I saw on the news earlier today that the one younger girl, I think she's 18, her family came out and like released a statement and said that like they know that this is extremely rare and that they're still encouraging people to go get the shot, even though their daughter is in recovery now for like these blood clots. Mm -hmm. And it's just like it's like you have like a two times stronger chance of getting struck by lightning than getting what these symptoms are i guess i appreciate the cdc coming out and like being transparent with us because that's exactly what we asked for transparency mm-hmm. now they're giving us transparency and i feel like people are freaking out because chicago is just people are not not going to get vaccinated here and mm-hmm. i don't understand like appointments are not being filled and i'm like guys come on like this is we're not going to reach herd immunity if people don't get vaccinated let's do this you know yeah Yeah, and something similar happened in Europe with AstraZeneca as well. My friend was telling me about that. Europe and Australia, I think, had Mm. the AstraZeneca thing with the blood clots. I don't know how similar it was, but I mean, definitely, like, the people that lost their lives, like, are so, so valuable. And, like, I don't ever want it to sound like I'm, like, throwing them away because it's like, oh, one in six million. Um, For sure. It's not like that. It's just, like, we take higher risks, like, every single day. Yeah. Like taking in a car general medications yeah getting in a car like blah 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 so oops Mm -hmm. oops i'm dropping everything okay (laughs) so um now that we've adequately set the mood let's talk about depression (laughs) (laughs) let's 
<laughs> That's a nice little plug into it. Maybe so you were I born feel... with it. Maybe it's manic depression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Let's all go around and share our stories when we realize that we had depression. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, Well, no. I feel like we've all kind of struggled with this, especially over the past year. And I know this is like the 80 millionth time this is coming up, but... When COVID hit, I, f- I felt like before that came, I was on this great routine with my plants. You know, I had this system in place and I was recording videos and I was taking care of them. and Everything was great. And then COVID hit and I had all this extra time on my hands. And I told myself, like, this is awesome. Like, I'm going to do so much more with my plants. And I just found myself sitting on the couch all day and I didn't understand what was going on. And it was like hard for me to like get up and water them or check for pests or repot. It was like a chore. It actually felt like a chore some days. Some days it was fine. Some days I was happy to have the time off and like get to it and do it. And some days, some weeks, (laughs) couple months. I wasn't. So I feel like this is a this is a pretty good topic to talk about because we always talk about how like having plants is just this great thing and it's so therapeutic and you know we get so much out of them and they bring us so much joy but there are some days where it can kind of be overwhelming if you have collections the size of ours to mm-hmm. just get up and take care of them especially when when that hits when you need to get up and take care of them like they need to be watered or like you've let them go too long already and this just depression just comes over you where you're like i can't do anything today you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think that a lot of people found therapy this year like you said in plants and that's why i started collecting plants too it was therapeutic for me but it was before the pandemic uh but at the same time, when you go through a depressive spell or you have something where you're feeling down, like the thought of having to take care of your plants could be like very overwhelming. I've dealt with it. I know that you two probably have dealt with it too. Like mm-hmm. where you just like, I've literally seen a plant that I love dearly, like flop over because it needed water. And I walked by it like at least for three days before I was like, okay, I'm going to give this thing water now. And I, and I had to like stop and be like, why am I acting like this? Like. Mm-hmm. I clearly know that this plant needs taken care of. It's a precious plant to me, yet, like, I've, <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we have, our, our Becca is in her bedroom recording, and she's got this, she's got this scarf-type situation <laughs> over her head to create a tent, but all I'm seeing is, like, those, those wedding shots where it's, like, underneath the veil. <laughs> like, and that's, it's giving me major... Major bride vibes. Okay. Anyway. She just sneezed and her entire setup fell over. Yeah. That was really funny. Bless you, by the way. And she probably peed a little. That just happens. And I peed a little. No, I didn't. Thankfully, because I went to the bathroom. I didn't. But yeah, Sorry. I guess that's kind of not. I feel like I'm just repeating everything Nicole said, but what we want to talk about is just like ways to combat when you feel overwhelmed. So your depression maybe got you into plants and also your depression will cause you to maybe kill some plants and that's okay. Because to be honest, mm-hmm. the first thing that matters is your own mental health and taking care of you. So yeah. the other stuff yeah. can come later. But there are some things that I think I've done. I'm, I'm sure that Becca and Nicole have also done that like help 
in those moments where you just feel like you don't want to do a damn thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something that I can think of, of something that I can think of off the top of my head is <clears throat> I found myself a lot of the times knowing that I need to do plant chores, but like I just wanted to sit on the couch and like watch YouTube videos or Netflix all day, you know, and, and I did that most days. But then I would be like, okay, let me watch some plant videos of some of my other friends actually doing some plant chores and that's what seemed to help me want to like get in the mood to get off the couch and like go do some plant chores with my with my plants you know it was like kind of like I text Becca earlier today because I saw her post she was watching um Garden Answer with Mm -hmm. Cooper and I was like man she will make you get off the couch and go into your backyard and dig it up and redo the whole thing. Like, that's how inspirational I feel like that channel is. Mm-hmm. So, like, finding channels like that that are just, like, inspirational, you've, people are happy doing plant chores, usually works for me. Like, that's kind of what helps me get out of my funk. Yeah, for sure. And I had no idea that Garden Answer, her name is Laura, I had no idea that she uploaded every single day. It's insane. Like maybe she I don't know. Weekends, She's superhuman. Yeah. And like she has good angles, like the video quality is really good. She has to have an editor. There's no way. She has to have an editor. Oh, her husband films and edits everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if they ever talked about how they did the channel. Like I, I mean, would love to know. She does. I'm just saying Yeah, Becca, he's behind the he's if behind you the and camera. I would have got together. <laughs> you could have what Laura has. It's too bad that <laughs> You don't swing this way, and we didn't meet before. Like, it's truly a tragedy. It's too bad. I'm going to have to teach Dan. Uh, Eventually, Dan will probably work for me, and we'll be like Laura and her husband, but that'll that's like 10 years away. If not, then you four will just have to get a house together. That's if not, like, Adam, you can move in. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was about to take it way too far. I'm just going to stop right there. Okay, anyway. <laughs> oh. But yeah, she's awesome. I love her channel. I wish that there was... Is there a houseplant person who has similar content? I feel like there are not that many plant chores that you could do every single day, like as you can with outdoor. I feel like with outdoor, there's something yeah. to do every single day. But like indoor, it's like... uh Maybe, mm, no, I feel like yeah. indoors less work. Yeah, I mean, Laura from Garden Answer, <clears throat> I mean, they have acres of land. Yeah. And I don't think that they own more than like a tiny patch of grass. Like everything is house, is uh, not house plants. Everything is like shrubs and florals and like garden beds and vegetables. Like there's so much different things going on in that landscape that I think that she has to be out there every day. Yeah. So it's, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, just record it. <laughs> but he does it all. And he's great. Like her husband does a great job with those videos. I know yeah. a lot of people that watch her. Yeah, they're awesome. And I think I saw in, like, the shadow, like, they're filming on a GoPro. I'm just like, man, they're just, they really Mm -hmm. got it going on. (laughs) They really got it going on. (laughs) 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 But, okay. Becca needs to hire a filmer and an editor. I do. I do. You're going to have a camera crew before we know it. I feel like that's the next step in this Becca De La Plante's journey. We will see. Uh, that sounds like really scary. 
I don't know. Yeah. I follow this YouTuber who actually just hired an editor, and, like, she is very sweet. She does everything. Like, for for a long time, she did everything all on her own, and, and, like, she was just realizing that she was being pulled too thin, you know? That's just what happens, like, when you own a business, own anything. You work for yourself. You have to, like, outsource. So she did. She hired an editor, and I thought that was such a great decision, but there were so many people in the comments because the editing style shifted you know, pretty quickly because she hired somebody and a bunch of people were like, hey, like, I know that you're probably really excited about this, but the editing was really not it. Like, it was so bad. Like, I didn't like X, Y, Z. I miss your editing style. And that just like, oh, I just really felt, I felt for her. That sucks. Yeah. And like, I don't know. That just like really sucks because like you finally like get the courage to like hire somebody and then everyone is like, this isn't it, hon. But I thought it was fine. Like, it was totally fine. But just yeah. takes getting used to for everybody. For but, sure. Um, yeah, that's that's something for me, like with like depression and like feeling overwhelmed and everything that I've had to realize is that I can ask for help just in life in general. I mm-hmm. I tend to pile everything on myself. And have I lost you guys? You had explanation no. points. No. Yeah, I saw it for a second. It went away. Okay. So, yeah, I just realized that I could rely on other people, like Daniel, my husband, to, like, help out or, you know, whatever else. Or I could just not put so much on my plate and just throw things away, give things away, just stop altogether, you know. And that's something that I've had to do a lot is just – because I have a tendency to just, like, like I said, pile things on top of myself – and it's really overwhelming when I get in those moments where I'm, like, drowning. So I really just give myself grace to, like, let things die and and or give things away, you know? Put it outside. And I felt really a lot of shame for doing stuff like that because people, you know, would say things or I would feel bad uh, wasting plants or whatever, but, you know... Ideally, you wouldn't get to that point, but you don't really plan depression. You can't plan it. You can't say, okay, these days I'm going to be so, ups- like, just so sad that I can't even get out of bed. And then it'll be fine. So I'll plan my watering around that. Like, you can't plan it, right? Right. So right. I think it's mostly just about giving yourself grace, like, to have those days or weeks or months or seasons and, like, just writing it out, like, being okay with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I like what you said about that, because people do always say like, oh, you could have gave it to someone who wants it. But like you're out in the middle of nowhere. Well, not the middle of nowhere, but you're out pretty far. So like if you found someone who wanted that plant, you would have to either give them your address and have them come to your house or you'd have to go meet them somewhere. And in those moments like that is too much. That is too much to Mm do. And that was kind of like me last week. I. My big raffidophora flopped over because it's it was so top heavy and it is a beautiful plant. But I it I just didn't know what to do with it. So then I just cut it all up because I'm just like and I'm mad that I cut it all up because it was so big and gorgeous. But I just reached a point and then I put it on Facebook in my my subdivision has a Facebook. So I was like, I don't know if there are any plant nerds in our subdivision, but if there are, I have these free cuttings. And that was, a you know, a highly sought after plant. But Mm -hmm. And some people did want it. They were like, this is so awesome. I didn't know there was plant people. And it kind of started a conversation. But also, 
like three out of the four people who came to pick up cuttings like did not come at the time they said they would it was a constant back and forth and i'm like okay my mentality like i don't have yeah i don't have the mental capacity to deal with this right now so like Mm -hmm. i'm trying to give you cuttings like just come pick it up like when you say Mm -hmm. you're gonna pick it up and don't like message me three different times like oh i'm sorry i didn't make it how does tomorrow work and i'm just like okay (laughs) like no no so yeah I get it. I get that whole, like, just letting it die. Like, ride or die. Like, if you can hang, you can Mm -hmm. hang. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also feel that, you know, when we're in those moments where we feel that way about a specific plant, sometimes it is, like, our depression causing those feelings because you're like, oh, this plant is so freaking needy right now and, like, I can't give it what it needs right now. But then I think about giving it away and I'm like... But I or like people say, like, give to somebody who wants it. But then I think like, well, I want it. I just want it to to cooperate with my depression right now. (laughs) So, yeah, I feel like a lot of the times I'll do that with certain plants and then I'll see one in a store and I'm like, yeah, I put that plant outside few months ago and she's dead and now she looks really pretty in the store and i want to get it again Mm -hmm. and that's the beauty of it (laughs) like you can always get it again if it's not like an uncommon doing air quotes uncommon plant Mm -hmm. or you know something that's really expensive that maybe you invested a lot of money into like i can understand that but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so what are some things that that work for you you guys like with kind of trying to pull you out of those depression states if anything works I would with your plants specifically for plants like to get myself to take care of them basically I I just take it one plant at a time and that's really it because I I can really make this big list of like 20 things that I could do and that's so overwhelming and it feels like way too much so I'll just take one plant at a time, one task at a time, and, like, listen to a podcast while I do it or listen to a book while I do it, like, something that makes me feel happy, and then eventually it, like, helps. Like, I I, I get it done. I wouldn't say that it pulls me out of this, like, state, but I get it done, and that's really what matters. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's what I did a lot. Like, just through the winter, it was so hard. So early in the morning I, I did my plant chores like I would do it right when I woke up usually and that really helped jumpstart my day mm-hmm. and helped it I don't know just ma- it made me feel accomplished early on in the day so I didn't feel like I just lazed around because sometimes that makes me feel even worse like when I haven't done anything yeah 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 it's like a spiral so like it-, it just keeps going yeah mm-hmm. so I'm like well shoot like I didn't do anything all day I might as well just like sit around the rest of the day because it's a wasted day but like if I get up and I do something right away that usually helps me in my mind right away and like plant stuff is a really easy thing to do well it's not easy all the time but you know it's like you put a plant you grab the plant you bring it to the sink and you water it and then you put it back you know so yeah yeah it sounds like such this such a simple task and I think that's why a lot of people struggle with this because it's like and also probably why a lot of people don't talk about it Mm -hmm. because when you say it out loud like that and like what the actual task is and just watering a plant and how easy that is and it's it sounds so easy but if you have depression or if you have spouts of depression or if this pandemic has you know kind of opened your eyes to what that could be like 
the littlest tasks are sometimes just the hardest mm-hmm. tasks. So I think it was a good point how you said like you'll put on a podcast or or like something that you want to listen to like an ebook because it's funny every time like I have to clean my house obviously right but I'm really I don't really enjoy cleaning my house <laughs> are you and sure? it's hard for me yeah I'm positive I'm positive probably get get off on some cleaning <laughs> no no Ooh, that pine I salt. don't <laughs> method method cleaner oh. I don't <clears throat> okay so Sorry. anytime I like I'm just behind on doing my floors or whatever the case is. Listen, Adam and Becca like to make fun of me because they say my house is spotless. But the fact of the matter is, is you've never been to my house. So <laughs> if you come to my house, you're you're going to see it's not that that way. But OK, hold on. Let me inter- I'll put- let me just interject, because before we started recording, <laughs> Nicole was recording in her bedroom today. She's just like popping around to a new recording spot every day. And she's in her bedroom today, and she, like, pans the camera over. She's like, yeah, like, we were talking about how clean her room was. And she goes... And that we've not... never seen it before, because yeah. neither yeah. one of us have. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, well, Jay's got his shit everywhere. And she puts the camera on the bed so that we could see the neatest folded pile of shirts that's sitting at the end of the bed. And we're like, okay, yeah. sweetie, um, I hate to break it to you, but... Uh, and then Adam and I proceeded to tell her that like we have to climb over piles of clothes to get into our beds. <laughs> yeah, like lots of piles. So just for some context, yeah, like me and Adam and our partners are all clothes on the floor people, which is unfortunate, but that's just how it is. Okay, that's we're all adults, so we can't change it now. So, which it gets worse with depression. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. we continue. Okay, well, I guess I set myself up for the comments like that. Then I'll I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. But um, anyway, I happen to love Titanic. Those of you that know me know I love the movie Titanic. So Jay hates it. Absolutely hates it because he'll hear it like when he hears it on upstairs and it's like on super loud. It's more than likely because I'm mopping the floor or like I'm in another room cleaning because it's the only movie that I know verbatim that I can like listen to and like still feel like I'm watching it from another room. Mm -hmm. So I put that on to clean. So like if you have a favorite movie or a favorite like, you know, playlist, music, whatever, Maybe that might help you. Mm-hmm. You know. Gosh, then that that probably becomes some sort of muscle memory. So, like, if I had you over at my house, if I put Titanic on, maybe you'd start like cleaning up. I might, <laughs> if I saw a mop in a bucket I'll in just, the like, corner, I I'll might just, just strategically place the broom and the mop in the bucket <laughs> in the living room and be like, "Let's watch Titanic," <laughs> and then just. <laughs> that's, you'll be like the original vacuum robot. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, that might happen. I can't make any promises, but I do like Titanic and it puts me in the cleaning mood, so oh. there you go. Yeah. So uh, what wow. about you, Adam? I uh I'm a lot I'm Beck and I are very similar. Again, I feel like sister from another mister. But uh Bunch of sometimes fours. Yeah. I just like taking care of plants is so overwhelming because I don't break it down. I look at the big picture, kind of like Becca. I don't make lists. I'm not a list person. Maybe that would help me. But I sit here and think I have 150 plants that I have to take care of. And it just seems like too much. So instead of like 
tackling it a little by little, I just like put it all off because I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I have to do it all or nothing. And I hate that about myself because I would do I do that with everything, every project, every if it can't be done in one like session, then I'm just like, I can't do it. But I have started to like tell myself, okay, after work, I'm going to take care of one shelf. Like, and so I break mm-hmm. it down that way. I'm going to look at the bedroom plants and just take care of this one Ikea shelf and flush the plants because a lot of my plants are in LECA and refill them. But then herein lies another problem of I need an open sink in there. An adult problem no one prepares you for is freaking dishes, <laughs> and they're always <laughs> in the sink. And I'm just like, oh. this is this is when you have kids because then they could do the dishes uh, yeah. as part of their chores. Yeah. So. But you know, I didn't really have to do dishes when I was growing up, so I didn't like get this instilled in me. Like my mom always just did them, and she was wonderful. But like now, I'm just like, okay, I know that you should probably do the dishes right after you eat. But then after I eat, I'm like, no, it's time for TV and relaxing. I don't want to do dishes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then five days later, there's five days of dishes just stacking up <laughs> Jenga style. Mm-hmm. Crusty ass dishes. So this has been my thing like my whole life. Like I've always had to clean my bedroom before I could study in college. Like my bedroom had to be clean before I could start studying. When I pack for a trip, I have to do all of my laundry, put it away, and then I can pack for the trip. It's just so like to take care of my plants, I need to clean the kitchen first because I need yeah, space yep. to take care of them. Uh So sometimes I just have to give myself a little grace with that and just say, like, I'm going to take care of this one shelf tonight. And usually when I do that, when I break it down to, like, a small piece, if I just say, like, this one tiny shelf of plants I'm going to take care of, after I get done with that, I kind of have a little more energy to do some more. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. I I got myself into it, and I can do a little bit more and then tackle the next piece the next day or, you know, whatever. So sometimes not overwhelming yourself with all of it and just like small little pieces it really helps me but again my brain doesn't usually function like that my brain usually is like oh you have to do it all or nothing Mm -hmm. yeah and that stinks but yeah i'm exactly the same way and sewing for a long time hey adam if you get into sewing you're gonna have to do the same thing you have to stop yourself because (laughs) if not you'll spend 15 hours making something and then hate your life so yeah. yeah. It but also with sewing like you need a clean big space, right? Mm-hmm. Like to lay all your stuff out. Yeah. So I can see Adam fra- frantically cleaning like his room like to just lay all the stuff out. And then like by the time you're done with that, you're tired. Yeah. Yeah. Like with one task, it's so it's such a yeah. Yeah. domino effect. Only got so much energy in those states. I mean, really. But yeah, I think that's I think that's really good to like break it down shelf by shelf or like area by mm-hmm. area. Like you said, Adam, that's really good. And like muscle memory, turn on that song, turn on that movie, podcast. That those are all really good pieces of advice. <sighs> We're so smart. Like, geez, no wonder people know, listen to man. our podcast. That's good. What else? <laughs> yeah. People should pay us. No, I'm just kidding. I'm very much kidding. Take that out. Um, (laughs) Leave it in. But then also, if you don't have something that triggers... (laughs) Just every time her phone falls, it's like we're just going motorboat and just... (laughs) (laughs) I always look up the phone and I'm like, he's sorry. (laughs) Take a nosedive into Uh, my stomach. (laughs) Um... 
but also like if you don't have that special song or special movie if you don't love titanic and you know you think of something that you might love like you, you gotta love something like the reason i like titanic so much is because it brings me back to a time when i first saw it and like i was younger and i saw it in the theater like literally 10 times and i would watch it over and over again it was just like that time i don't know you know how something brings you back to to that time mm-hmm. um oh, put yeah. on some 90s hip-hop that, like, music sound and smell are like the things that connect your memory like deepest Yes. I still so know like the song think... after Kelly Clarkson that came on my mixtape from when I was in high school. See? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what was it? Well, <laughs> it was Kelly Clarkson since you've been gone. And then after it was If I was a rich girl. But also that Kelly Clarkson song, Since You've Been Gone, will always always now remind me of the time when me and becca were in the back seat and adam was driving and (laughs) oh for that red video (laughs) yes Uh. and we were like and and becca was like you don't even know we're recording because you're listening to kelly clarkson (laughs) (laughs) it's my favorite thing oh my gosh but yeah like think of something that takes you back to that time something that made you really happy you know if if you're married and you have a wedding video, maybe it's that. Maybe you put that on and you like listen to that in the background or I don't know, like yeah, music. Music does it too, but I'm not a music person. I prefer movies. Mhm. Yeah. Where like Jay will put on 90s hip hop and he'll just be in another world. Yeah. I think the key is is like play like your comfort movie not just any movie like like you said yeah. what, what you said with like you've seen titanic so many times like you can watch it without even looking at it basically mm-hmm. that's exactly it like that's it because yeah. oh just for anything because if i'm watching a new movie i have to pay attention you know i don't even like watching right. new movies to be honest with you i prefer watching movies i've already seen because mm-hmm. i already know it's gonna happen it's comfortable <laughs> It's comfortable. Safe. <laughs> but it's just so nice. It's just nice to come back to those movies and uh, I love it. That's such a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So- and I think like go- kind of going back to what we've all said is just like giving yourself ultimatums because like I'm a procrastinator through and through. I have been my whole life. I would start a paper the day before it was due in college because that's just who I am. And <laughs> procrastination is like masturbation. It feels good when you're doing it, but in the end, you're just screwing yourself. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but no. You should write a book. So, like, I think giving yourself <laughs> ultimatums, like tonight, before Drag Race finale, hashtag Team Simone, before Drag Race finale, <laughs> I'm going to say, like, I need to take care of these plants on this shelf because I'm going to sit down to watch that, obviously. But I think it gives you, like, a little... I don't know, a little boost. Or like Becca said, if you slap on a podcast, be like, okay, well, I'm going to listen to this 40-minute podcast, and in those 40 minutes, I'm going to take care of plants the entire time I'm listening, and then you can just do, you know, something else. But ultimatums to me are kind of something I usually need to, like, get motivated Mm -hmm. when I'm in those moments of, like, not wanting to do a dang thing Mm -hmm. personally. Right. But then also in, like, that same thought, if you do give yourself an ultimatum 
and you're unable to physically follow through with it, it's definitely not the end of the world. Like, give yourself grace in that same, you know, process. Mm -hmm. Another thing I thought of that works really well for me, too, maybe this is just living in the Midwest and having to deal with season changes constantly, like every other day. (laughs) It snowed last week, guys. It's the end of April. Yeah. Someone explain this to me. Love that. Yeah, Becca. Becca. Becca experienced that. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> I was mad. Like, I walked downstairs and my I literally stopped in my tracks. This hardly ever happens. Like, I stopped in my tracks and my eyes got really big and I was like, what the fuck? Like, it felt like I was in a movie. <laughs> you pinch yourself. Am I awake? Yeah. Like, honestly, because... Over the winter time, the forecast would say it was going to snow like every single day and then it would never actually snow. And I was like, okay, that's probably what's going to happen. And then I wake up to like a blanket of snow and like my plants outside are just dead. I'm like, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is awesome. Yes. Um, So something that helps me is that sometimes I'll bring like once the weather starts to change and it's a little nicer out, any day that the sun is outside, if... You know, you're feeling in a depressed state, even just getting outside and getting into some vitamin D mm-hmm. helps, like subconsciously helps, like it it boosts you up. So I would take like five or 10 plants out to my patio table and just like do some work on them out there, like whether it's checking for pests or whatever. Yeah, it's extra work because you're taking your plants outside, like if you have the ability to do that or if you have a porch or you know, whatever, or even bringing them to a window and like opening the window and just getting some fresh air. Like sometimes that helps too. Mm-hmm. I'm just ready for it to be a little bit warmer than it is right now. <clears throat> yeah, I do feel that. I'm over, I'm over it. <laughs> any more that we have any more input on this that you want to talk about? Or should we get to less listener questions or what? Um, No, I think that this was good because... It really is a matter of like what we can do, but also just giving yourself some grace. I don't think that there's really anything else like. Yeah. There's no cure, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I want to highlight something that Becca said right at the beginning, though, is asking for help because that's something that's so important. And I'm sorry, can we kind of brush by it? But like, chances are there's somebody in your household that will be willing to help. You just have to ask them, you know? Mm-hmm. I know that. Uh, my partner would help if I just asked and all of yours would too. So I think if you're to a point where just everything feels so bad and overwhelming, like talk to someone, ask for some help, even maybe even an online friend. Um, Mm -hmm. But ask for help, have grace with yourself and take care of you first before anything else. And I think Mm -hmm. that's like a good wrap up of, of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I think that we're all pretty big advocates for therapy, too, because there's so many, mm-hmm. like, like coping tools that we that you can learn through therapy. And if therapy isn't accessible to you, then you could watch videos on YouTube. You know, there's a lot of therapists who have YouTube channels and talk about depression and just stuff like that. So you're getting the information from a therapist, but it isn't your therapist. So... I know that therapy isn't mm-hmm. always accessible, but I know that BetterHelp, like this is not sponsored. 
LOL. I wish it was. But BetterHelp actually has programs where if you need a scholarship or something like that, that's it's online therapy. So there's that too. Um, yeah, I, I personally do online therapy with, through Talkspace and they take insurance. So I don't know. There's just like lots of options um, beyond that because like if you do feel like you're depressed and you have been for a long time, it might be helpful to talk to a professional. Or it is helpful to talk to a yeah. professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And you as a and human can't control your brain chemicals. We've said this before too. So there's no shame in like either finding a medication, talking to someone, but don't don't get down on yourself because you have these issues or you have depression because you can't control that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You want to get some listener cues so we can A yeah, them? Yeah, let's go. So we let's can go, A them. Let's go into... <laughs> Some listener questions. Ooh, we said that at the same time on my end. Oh, did you say it? <laughs> yeah, I said A these cues. Oh, oh snap. In college. Oh, snap doodle. In college, my friends used to say <laughs> my roommates and I, we used to say like, whose D do I have to S to get a good like chicken around here like just to get something like whose d do i have to s to get this video on tape or like you know something stupid like whose d do i have to s to get a good eg sandwich (laughs) oh i would s some d for some egs right now (laughs) me too like two of them at once like please i just wanted eg so bad I, like, actually get sad. Like, I'm thinking about unfollowing EGs on Instagram because, like, they're, everything that they're doing right now is just, like, so cool. They just opened a new location and they were giving out a bunch of free EGs. They had this tailgate event. I was like, I can't. Like, my feelings are getting hurt. Oh, no. They're, it's only a, tu- a, a Tucson thing, right? They're it's in Tucson one in and Costa- uh, Okay. I don't know how I feel about that, but Okay. <laughs> Before I fly there, I'll just grab a bunch of sandwiches and I'm just, I mean, they might be a little stale, but. Oh my God. Please. I'll definitely bring you some ranch just so you can have it Mm. for whenever you need it. Yes. Before I left, they gave me like a lot of ranch because I told them like, I'm leaving and like, you guys know I'm here like every other day. They're like, oh my God, yeah, like here's a bunch of ranch. Because there was one like basically across the street from my house and I was there like literally every other day. Wait, what would you get? My go-to order from EG's was a five-inch turkey with Swiss, um, small <laughs> fries with ranch on the side. <laughs> Not ranch fries. You have to say fries with ranch on the side, or else you'll get something completely different if you say ranch fries. Yeah. Um, oh. And a small flavor of the month, depending on what it was. Or actually, towards the end, I was getting kids flavor of the month, because the small was feeling like it was too big so but as a high schooler i used to get like large flavor of the month like the biggest drink you could possibly get actually they have a biggie size which is bigger than the large but anyway i used to like down i could probably drink those because when we had them when we did our youtube video Mm -hmm. i was like this is the best thing i've ever had in my life it's so good so good it's just that there's so much sugar in them, so, like, it kind of messed yeah. me up in the toilet sometimes. <laughs> like, if yeah. I just got it, like, on the wrong day. Like, usually it was fine, but, like, sometimes it just hit different in a bad way. 
Yeah. And I was like, it's okay. like my chai tea lattes. Yep. <laughs> Getting a kid size. Yeah, unpredictable. Yep. You just never know. It's kind of like fun, though. You know, you just never know what you're going to get. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they actually do ship EGs. They'll they'll ship the flavor of the month as well. But it's like 80 bucks to ship it. But oh, honestly, I'm, I'm like, it's kind of low key worth it. All right, <laughs> listeners, if, if you, <laughs> listeners, if you, can we get a GoFundMe going? Just message me, and we'll we'll yeah. get back at some EGs. <laughs> yeah, like please, somebody, somebody set it up. Actually, I did call the corporate office to ask, and they said yes. So I'm like, okay, well, they had to shut down shipping for a little bit because it was delayed, and people were getting it, and it was melted. And I'm like, okay, I'll just wait a little bit. So yeah. <sighs> okay, listener That's cues. That's insane. I know. It's crazy that okay. they can do that. L- listener questions. This one is from Shannon Hammond827 on Instagram. She asks, who has the biggest plant collection of the three of us? Do we know this answer? No. I, I... Mean, Biggest isn't like count of plants or like size of plants or like probably count. I'm gonna say count. count yeah I'm gonna say count I think that I have like a hundred ish I think I'm at 150 I think all of our collections are probably pretty like around the same to be honest yeah I think that our yeah like like look like just looking at your videos like I'm looking at my my collection and i'm like yeah they look pretty similar in size yeah i have some big like big sized plants but as far as i don't number goes i think we're all pretty like reasonably the same yeah becca Mm -hmm. has a freaking huge adansonii tree yeah well yeah we don't have an adansonii tree i would say becca wins i think i have the most big (laughs) plants my i think my plants are the biggest right probably yeah because I have like yeah, probably. a couple big monsteras, the Adansonii. Right. My Albo Syngonium is pretty big. Although my my tie is creeping up on you and so is my Billetier. Those okay. things are huge. Yeah, your tie is huge and your Billetier is huge. Yep. So yeah, you, you got that. My Alocasia Frydeck is doing so bad right now literally is it really i'm about to just throw it away i'm not going to but i'm like girlfriend mine just flowered together what flowered yeah okay so my friday well okay so someone corrected me and said it's not a friday it's a mitchell mitchell it's an allocation mitchell something but they're like it's commonly you know friday are commonly classified as this but it's not a true friday whatever it's still beautiful and i still love it uh but (laughs) It went through like it was doing well and then it did not well and everything died but one leaf and then now it started growing back again mm-hmm. and shot off a flower spike. So, you know, take heart. I'm sure it'll come back. Let's unless, hope. Unless That's it's a... dead dead. No, it's fine. Like the, the leaf is still green. Okay. The one leaf it still has is still green. But somebody actually scolded me about that one too because I was saying in a video how it didn't do how it wasn't doing well. And they were like that plant needs way more light, blah, blah, blah. Like, they just really went off on me. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Doing my best. Sorry for offending you. Yeah. But, okay, are there any other? 
Yeah, let's do another one. Um, this one's from Plant Snip. I don't know if it's Plant Snip or Plant Snip. Let's go with Plant Snip. <laughs> I'm off <laughs> for the Instagram. nip. <laughs> <laughs> nip slip. Um, how do you clean your sphagnum moss for reuse? Do you use hydrogen peroxide? Okay, I can't really answer this question because I don't keep a lot of sphagnum moss, but I've never cleaned the sphagnum moss that I have in my grow box. I just reuse it. Oh, you can boil it, right? Yeah, you okay. can boil it. That's how you clean it. Yeah, I mean, I personally have never cleaned it either, but you could boil it. I'm sure you could use hydrogen peroxide as well. It's just, Yeah. Yeah. I would just rinse it well after you were done. I don't know. Yeah. Because there's no, like, micro nothing special in sphagnum moss that like you have to worry about killing off right not that no, I'm i don't think of. moss holds any nutritional value it's just a medium yeah maybe i'm wrong there i don't know yeah i don't think so either i i mean yeah i, I have no idea but i have seen people boiling it to reuse it i've never even thought of throwing away spag honestly i've never even because i think that people talk about this so that people will reuse it but I bought a block of spag, like, I don't know, a year and a half ago, and I still have it. I've been just reusing it. Mm-hmm. I've never boiled it. I should. But the only reason that I've ever thrown away any part of it is when it gets, like, you know when it, like, breaks down? It's, like, the little tiny pieces. Obviously, yeah. I can't really use that. But, no, you can boil it to sanitize it. Yeah. Boil. Cool. Boil. Just All like right. you do well, with the lecobies. I hope that answered your question. And that's going to be it for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you haven't already, please consider leaving us a review. It really helps us get into the right people's ear holes. And if you don't, didn't know already that we have a YouTube channel, you could check out our YouTube channel, Potted Together. Some collabs over there. We're actually planning out some more. It's very mm-hmm. exciting. We're on a schedule. <laughs> so we have like a video that's going to go out the last Monday of every month. I think that's what I decided. Yeah, I think that's what we have it as. So depending on when this goes up, maybe maybe it'll be that week. Who knows? And then also follow us on Instagram at Potted Together and go check out our latest post from today's episode. Give us a comment. Let us know if this is maybe something that you struggle with too. Um, if you have any questions, you can leave them in that comment section of that post. And then follow us individually at De La Plants, at Not Dude, and at My Clean Leaves. And if you have a question, submit it to our email, Potted pot. Potted. Potted together. Potted. Potted. <laughs> I just went Draco Malfoy there. Potted together podcast at gmail.com. And this goes for plant questions. It goes for if you want to know our hair care routines, our skin care routines. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. Any questions. Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And the very last task, if you have <laughs> a plant friend who doesn't listen to our podcast, we highly encourage you to share our podcast with them. Because we would love to get our podcast in more people, more people's ears, like Nicole said. So the best way to do that is for you guys to share about it on your socials or just text an episode to a friend if you really resonated with it. Because, yeah, we really want to continue to expand our outreach um, and talk about plants with more people. So. Yep. 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 Yes. 
We p- appreciate each and every one of you guys. We'll yes. see you next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.